We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Exciting times in the Twin Cities. Jordana and I joining you on uh, April Fool's Day. Hope your day is going well. I'm Paul Bunyan, uh, my partner... (laughs) I wish. Uh, I know we have to go to Susie, but I want to share another April Fool's joke that someone uh, just sent to me. But of course, we are celebrating the women's final four yes. here in Minneapolis. It is such an exciting day, and uh, Paul and David even tell me that downtown it looks like 2019 yeah. because there's cars and yeah. people and energy, and and I'm I'm yep. so thrilled about all of that. Uh, Susie Jones is now live from a Final Four pre-party inside the Truly On Deck at Target Field, of course, celebrating 50 years of Title IX. Hey, Susie. Hey, Susie. Hi, guys. How are you? Super duper. We're great. That is Not so as good, good as you, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea. This place is filling up with people. We're at the Title IX host house presented by Sleep Number, and there's food here that's filling up. There's been some panel discussions, and I have had the opportunity to visit a little bit this afternoon with Carly Knox, president of business operations for the Minnesota Lynx, the most successful sports franchise in Minnesota history. I want to repeat that. Uh, Carly, Mm -hmm. how many... Wait, you didn't repeat it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll repeat it. (laughs) The most successful sports... (laughs) Carly is here with us, you guys, and uh, she has on her championship ring. And let me tell you, it is a sight to behold. Carly, thanks for stopping by the booth. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, What does this mean? What does this mean to you to see this kind of excitement and this many people coming together uh, for such an amazing weekend with such a great message? Uh, It's amazing. Uh, It reminds me of when we hosted the WNBA All-Star Game in 2018, and it's such an incredible celebration of women's athletics, and what an amazing market this is uh, in supporting these incredibly inspiring and empowered women. Um, And it's just a great celebration for all of us to come together and collaborate uh, with the NCAA, the Minnesota Lynx, the WNBA, the local organizing committee, and really proud of everything we've been able to pull off this year. So the Lynx uh, season starts in May. Talk about that. What are we looking for as far as the, uh, the chances of another ring? Um, yeah, of course, no pressure. Um, we got the third best record uh, last year in the WNBA despite a number of injuries. I'm really excited to have Sylvia Files last year. She announced that it's her last season ever. Um, and we added a WNBA legend in Angel McCautry that we're excited about. We're going to be healthy. We're going to make another go of it. And what better way to send Sylvia Files out on our WN career, uh, WNBA career than winning a WNBA championship? So, uh, Paul and Jordana, just so you know, I covered one of the many parades back in the day after one of the championships, and I was interviewing Lindsay Whalen, and I was trying to reach across her car to interview her, and I looked down, and I realized that her Jaguar was about ready to roll over my toes. Oh! (laughs) But, you know, I took one for the team. I squeezed my toes up. But, you know, it is that we talk about that um, in terms of... 
just how many people came out, and that's incredible. And that doesn't happen in all markets, right? Yeah, you know, it doesn't. Um, and I'm just so proud of what we've built here. And I, I feel like when we moved here in 2010, it was just like this hotbed of women's basketball fans that truly embraced who we are on and off the court. Uh, you know, obviously winning four championships in seven years is incredible, but more importantly is our work in the community and using sport as a vehicle of change to fight for all marginalized groups. And um, I'm just so proud of the impact that this franchise has had in our community. And, you know, to this day have some of the largest crowds in the history of women's sports and women's basketball uh, through our kind of dynasty, if you will. And, you know, we try to help lift up the entire WNBA so we're considered a league best practice and try to show them what to do in each of their markets as well. Have a parade. That's what I say. Have a parade. Just watch your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about tonight. We're, we're inching ever closer here at uh, the truly, where are we here? The true, truly, truly on deck. That's right. Uh, there'll be a watch party here, 6 o'clock the game. The four teams uh, kind of give us a little sense of what you think about the matchups. Well, if the last round was uh, any predictor for how the Final Four was going to go, those were some intense games. Uh, I mean, the double overtime, I mean, the way Paige came on, coming off of injury, playing uh, out of her mind. It's going to be really interesting with UConn. Um, South Carolina is just a powerhouse. I'm a huge fan of Dawn Staley and everything she's built there. Stanford is always a powerhouse. Same with Louisville. And I think we're going to see some barn burners for sure tonight as well as on Sunday. Awesome. Thank you for coming by. Paul and Jordana will be here all afternoon. want to remind people at 530, Governor Walls is going to be stopping by as well, so we'll get his predictions for wow. tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll nice. have that right here live on WCCO Radio at 530. But probably in another half hour, we'll have another special guest. We're not going to tell you who yet, but we will have a very special guest at 435. Very cool. And and there were some, uh, just in case I missed this, um, the links. The winningest sports franchise in Minnesota history. Oh, That's yeah. true, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think we can shout that enough. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody's done four championships in seven years. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, just yeah, amazing. amazing. You got to come out and support. Don't take it for granted. Yep. No. Amen. That's, she's and right about that. Go to the parade. Abs- yes. Well, first Watch we got to get there. <laughs> Watch your toes. That's right. Don't jinx us. That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So really. So fun, Susie. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So and the food is good. We've got the chefs out here at Target Field prepared some great items for us. Uh, Michelle, our field producer, is out here with me. We just uh, ate some good chow, so I should be good to go. I need a diet coke, and then I'm set. I'm going to the game tonight. <laughs> I want to hang out with Susie. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ah. Have an awesome time, Susan. We'll Thank check back you. in in half an hour. All right. Love you guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she she definitely drew the long straw on this one. This is a plum assignment, but she totally deserves yeah, it. Yes, she, she does. Yes. yes. You know, coming back from a lung cancer uh, battle, she just is a great reporter. But, yep. with the, you know, obviously she deserves all good things. So what a what a super fun day. And I love that in my lifetime, even in my career, I can see the changing of the ideology of behind women's sports. Yeah. I know it's taken 50 years since Title IX, but my son, I used to cheer for women's sports, by the way, when I was in college. Uh, when you started as a cheerleader, you cheer for women's basketball. And I know people were like, oh, I can't believe it. But the, the athleticism that these women portray, and I never minded it. I, I love to watch good 
good basketball. And, and it was great then. But now I see my son and his friends, they play basketball, but not at a level that the women who are, you know, on Varsity Hopkins do now. And they go to the games. They love it. They cheer on the women's teams. And it's just, it's so heartening to see this yeah. happening. Yeah. It's finally moving in the right direction. Hey, Jura, we're going to take a deep breath. And look, I know you are getting incredible care at the Mayo Clinic. I saw a story. Uh, There's some amazing researchers at the Mayo Clinic that think they can use your voice, your voice to detect whether or not you are vulnerable to a heart attack. And it, it sounds like kind of sci-fi. Wow. But we will talk yeah. with those researchers at the Mayo Clinic next on CCO. Paul and Jordana and DJ back with you. Hope your Friday is going well. Can you hear me now? Listen to this. It sounds like science fiction, but hmm. it's medical reality. Advanced artificial intelligence technology can calculate a person's risk of suffering a heart attack just by listening to their voice. Hmm. Researchers at the Mayo Clinic say people who have a high voice biomarker score are more than twice as likely to suffer major heart problems related to clogged arteries. Coronary, coronary heart disease is the most common cause of heart attack and one of the leading causes of death for both men and women. I saw this study from the Mayo Clinic. I thought, well, this... This sounds too good to be true. I mean, and so we wanted to get one of the co-authors of this study on with us. Dr. Lehrman joining us now from the Mayo Clinic. Thank you, doctor, for uh, joining us here on CCO today. Appreciate your time. Oh, good afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. It, it, it sounds remarkable. How long have you been working on this project? And tell us a little more about how it really works. Well, uh, we've been uh, involved with the use of uh, voice as a parameter or indicator for disease for several years. Uh, We focus on uh, initially on uh, heart disease, and uh, it seems that the body sends us signals that we are need to listen to them. One of them is the voice, but it's a it's not necessarily the voice that we hear. It's a way to analyze the different domain and frequency of the voice that give us this uh, message. So the initial study several years ago showed that it's associated with disease, and the current study will show that in long-term follow-up, it show uh, predict the event of people that uh, from heart disease. Hey, Doc, this is Jordana, wow. uh, and of course, we're speaking with Dr. Amir Lerman from the Mayo Clinic. So how does this work? Does their voice change if they get closer to an event, or is it just their voice at any point in their life, post-pubescence, of course, that is a predictor? That, that's a, that's a, a great question. Uh, we, we don't know yet. I, I think uh, we are able to identify segment of the voice that uh, are different than, than the others, and they are characteristic of disease. Uh, if it changes uh, with therapy or early time, that, that time will tell and more research is needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably that in response to uh, risk factors or uh, genetic, there are mod- some of these domain in the voice change in associated with heart disease. For now, for us, is uh, initial studies that show that it's a, establish uh, biomarkers for disease. 
And and correct me if I'm wrong, there's an algorithm, the Vocalis Health algorithm yeah. that helps to identify people who are at risk. How would this work in the in the real world? I mean, could this ever be an app on your phone that analyzes your voice and if it detects these these markers that it could, you know, phone your your doctor or you know, the nearest urgent care. How would this work in the real world, doctor? Uh, great, great question. Uh, uh, with these studies that we did, are, I just want to emphasize, they're not ready to be widely used. They are research and uh, preliminary study. Uh, uh, that could happen, and that may be the future of our studies. It, you don't need a lot of uh, uh, time to speak, and you can do it over the phone with an application. The current study that we published was over an application, um, so we, we can do that. Uh, whether uh, you can do it, uh, you can do it from a distance. And previous studies showed that it's not even language dependent. Uh, the the AI part of this is that uh, the initial study was using more than ten thousand patients was able to identify the specific area of interest where they are, that were associated with. Uh, cardiovascular event, and then you apply prospectively uh, to other patients to verify that. Hmm. Okay. So in your study, you recorded their voices, you were looking for some biomarkers, and then the people eventually had a cardiac event? Was that that how you studied it? Yes. So if you record a voice, then you uh, break the voice uh, to frequencies or domains, and uh, you identify by the previous AI study what is the biomarker that associated with event, and you apply to this analysis, these individuals have, uh, in the follow-up uh, of uh, several years, they have 24 months, have actually more cardiovascular events. Yeah. Wow. More heart attacks. So it's a marker. So do you see this then as being incorporated maybe into a physical exam every year that people, their voice gets recorded and then sent to for analysis? Yeah. Sure. I, I think we need more data, more patient, okay. uh, more diversity in population. But I think that's probably something, the direction that we are aiming to. Yeah, it will add, it will not replace our history and physical examination, but will give us another element of help to strengthen our uh, sensitivity of the detection of disease. Another tool. It, cool. it, it's yeah. remarkable. Wow that you can wow. analyze uh, voices and glean so much useful data and, and hopefully save lives and let people know that there's, that there's an issue. Dr. Amir uh, Lerman from the Mayo Clinic, co-author of this study, thank you so much for getting us up to speed, and we wish you and your colleagues the best. Good luck. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You do the same. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Isn't that just cool? Amazing. You know, Paul, I got to be honest. I just got back from Mayo today. Yeah. I, I woke up there, um, had my blood work done, and, you know, it, it was a weird stay for me. I was hoping it would be uh, a little easier and more positive. There are some issues with the medication I'm on now that might be damaging to my kidney function. So we're, we're testing, we're waiting and watching that. But the doctors were telling me, um, e- even even this morning, they said, Sure. This is where the art of science comes in because there's not a lot of data. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Unlike my particular... Uh, I have T-cell A-L-L. He said, it's just not that common in adults. Hmm. We don't have long-range studies. I mean, I'm grateful for all of the studies, like the one that uh, Dr. Lerman is doing. But I'm grateful to be at Mayo because I'm hoping that the best artists, you know, some of the best artists are there currently working. But, but, you know, often we're in uncharted territories like, like this, using voice for cardiac events. I mean, thank God that studies like this are happening because in 20, 30 years from now, uh, we'll benefit from that. I am now benefiting from studies that have happened even just as early as five years ago. Uh, Treatments for somebody like me has changed. It's I got to be honest, it's kind of a scary place to be when they say to you, well, Jor, we're not sure because there aren't studies. But when we use it in a different kind of leukemia, it shows this. So we're kind of trying it out here with you. So I have a mixed feelings like, wow, that's really scary. Why aren't there studies yet? I also feel it's my responsibility to be trying these things because in a couple of years from now, they'll have data from me. Yes. So they can help somebody else. So um, it's definitely an art and not just a science, but uh, I'm all for all for studies and, and know how valuable and important they are. They're, they save lives. Absolutely. People on the East Coast, friends and family say, why do you live in Minnesota? I say, well, it's a long list of reasons. We live in a right. resort, but we also have probably <laughs> the best health care on the planet between Access. the hospitals. I mean, statewide, but the Mayo Clinic, yeah. you know, sure. kind of the crown sure. jewel. Yeah, um, Minnesota Oncology that I work yep. with. I, I feel very lucky. Yep. Very lucky. Absolutely. When we get back, Susie Jones is out partying <laughs> at the Final Four party. We're going to check in with her in just a moment. <laughs> it is a party downtown. Yep. Now, I, I'm yep. in the uh, the Green Grossfield bedroom here at home because I really shouldn't be out now that I'm more immunocompromised. But you two are downtown. And you're feeling the vibe, you're feeling the good energy from the Women's Final Four. It is an exciting weekend to be in downtown Minneapolis. And our own Susie Jones is at the Final Four pre-party inside the Truly On Deck at Target Field. And of course, we are even more to celebrate because it is the 50th anniversary of Title IX that, that made women's sports not only possible, but encouraged and got the money and resources and part of the reason that women's sports are so popular today. Uh, Susie, uh, what's the latest from the party? Hey, Susie. Hi, guys. Well, I am here with a trifecta of powerful women. I'm just going to tell you that right now. We're going to go right down the line. We have Wendy Blackshaw, CEO of Minnesota Sports and Events. We have Debbie Estes, the director of the Women's Final Four here in Minneapolis. And we have Rochelle Olson, a crack news reporter at Star Tribune and an amazing woman all in her own right. And I can call her a friend. I can actually probably call all three of you friends. Wendy, uh, start with you. I understand that the Turney Town at the convention center was a massive success. Give us an overview of what it looked like and what people that maybe want to go, what can they still go, and what, what do they need to know? Absolutely. So this morning at 9, I was nervous that, like, are people going to come? And by about 9.05, there were throngs of people coming in. It's amazing. There's a ton of stuff to do. It's not just basketball, but all kinds of different sports. Um, 
for kids of all ages. So and it's open tomorrow. It's open on Sunday. So go. The best thing, it's free. So bring all your kids, bring your neighbor kids, everybody. Come on down. It's so much fun. All right. Very good, Wendy. And that's not the only thing going on. Uh, let's talk to Debbie next. Debbie, I'm looking at my long list of fun stuff that's free for people to take part in. What Besides the convention center, you've got a block, a party on the plaza. What's that all about? Well, right in front of the Target Center, they'll have, they have set up all these games, all these activities, food. You don't have to have a ticket to come. And what is a really cool attraction is the red carpet arrival of the players right before the game. Um, so you can see the players and the red carpet arrival and have refreshments, even adult refreshment. But it's very family-focused at the same time. And there's also a concert as well on Saturday? There is a concert on Saturday night at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It's free and open to the public. Rachel Platten, um, you might remember her from the fight song. So you don't need to have a ticket. Just come on down and the first 5,000 get in to the um, ballroom to see her. Wonderful. That sounds fun. And last but certainly not least, Rochelle Olson, a friend, a fellow journalist, a ragtag reporter on the streets, kicking over stones, making people feel uncomfortable. People sweat when Michelle shows up because she's usually going to stick it to you in some way. She's going to make you step back and go, what? So this is fun, Michelle. Come on. We just had something to eat. You're on the street. What do you hear about the whole shindig and how people are responding to it? Well, I just think there's a lot of excitement for the parody this year for the women with the men's game, that this is the first year they're actually able to call the women's final four, the women's tournament, March Madness, which is kind of incredible that it's taken that long. And I, it, if anybody's watched any of the games so far, I think people have seen the level of play is is just kind of astounding. And there's no reason to believe we're not going to get more of that. These two games tonight are going to be phenomenal. Um, the players on all four teams just have incredible incredible athletes incredible coaches they're all excited to be here it's really fun to watch them they come into the media room and talk to us at various times through the day it's just going to be an incredible weekend for all these all these athletes and you had a chance to talk to who in the elevator wasn't wendy saying she had an interesting conversation that you talked to the people from arizona when you were coming into the parking ramp oh yeah i mean yesterday i was talking to a lot of people who came into town for for the tournament including three young women from the navajo reservation in page arizona they drove four hours to phoenix to catch an early flight and rolled in here yesterday morning at 9 a.m for the tournament uh, Three young ladies, they're friends, two sisters, very excited. But there were a lot of people all over coming into downtown from all over. And the great thing about the Final Four, both the men's and the women's, is fans are encouraged to go and visit their teams in the hotel lobbies and cheer them on and greet them as they come and go. And so it's it's really fa a fan-friendly event in that way. Totally welcome in the hotels. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rochelle. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Debbie. Jordana and Paul, if you have any final thoughts for me, I'm still here, and I don't know if David is telling us to rap or not because I can't no, see my fine. phone. Well, well, I mean, no, it's fine, and and that was great hearing from from all three yeah. ladies. I want right. to know 
What did you have to eat with that uh, Diet oh, Coke? Oh, what did I have to eat? Yeah. Let me tell you. There was a, I'm going to try to say it, a chucuterie. What is that chucuterie. thing? Chucuterie. Yeah. Chucuterie. Chucuterie. Yeah. So I interviewed like from somebody from South Carolina today, and she told me her name, and I couldn't understand it. I'm like, spell it for me. And she said, E-L... E A N O R, and I said, "Oh, Eleanor." Eleanor. She said, right. "Elna, Elna." She was. I, I didn't understand. No, we're me. the ones with the accents. That's okay? right. She yeah. said that. She goes, "You guys say Minnesota." So yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's fun down here. So there was cheese, there was sausage, there was pretzels with cheese sauce. Uh, what else do we have? There's cookies. There's a lot of cookies and diet coke. Ugh. Because we got a long night. We're going to be at that game, and we're going to be screaming. Oh, it's going to be I a wild wait. night. Wild, wild night, night in oh, the old town. We're going to have so, so much fun. Hey, and don't forget, Governor Walls is going to be here live yes. at 530. So please keep listening. Stick around. And I'd say I was going to bring back food, but I'm not because I'm going right <laughs> to the game. <laughs> don't tease us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Susie. Well you done. have to enjoy. Yep. Thanks, Susie. I mean, it's just a party. Yeah, it's, it's a party. It's just a party. Yeah. Uh, someone else who's yeah. at the party, Mike Max. Yeah. Let's check in with him next. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Tough loss for the Wild last night, 4-3 to three in Pittsburgh in OT. And uh, our Wolves play the Nuggets tonight, 8 o'clock right here on CCO. Hey, Maxi, welcome back. Yeah, I don't like when the forecast starts out. We've seen worst. Well, <laughs> yeah, trying to be optimistic, no. but uh, it's yeah. Spring. Some of the worst blizzards that I've seen here have been in April over the last few years. The only time I've ever oh, stayed, yeah. had to stay downtown in the last thirty some years was an April blizzard where I couldn't go home. You know, from the news at night. Uh, uh, was that? Um, oh, it must have been three. Twenty eighteen was eighteen. Yeah. No, it, it it's. Branded into my forehead, yeah. Twenty six inches of snow, April of twenty eighteen. That? Well, that will not happen, Maxie. Okay. And you knew, you know, the, the thing about that one, I remember Please. is you knew it wasn't going to last because it was April, right? But you couldn't drive. You know, it was just that simple as I did at the Hilton Hotel. It uh, it just reinforced our reputation as weather warriors. Yeah. Well, I guess luckily, yeah, and 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 luckily this week we don't have any blizzard like conditions. It's just no. been kind of yuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Do we have to talk about the weather? I, no. I, please, uh, 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 save me. Well, I was thinking about that because the Final Four and people come into downtown. You always think, you know, what, what's the best presentation that we can give them? And obviously, the weather is a part of that now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look back to the Super Bowl. We had some unbelievable, beautiful winter weather. And then Sunday, day of the game, it was awful. It was yeah. brutal cold. The Final Four a couple of years ago, the men's Final Four, was pretty decent. It was pretty March-like. And, and um, I think by Minnesota standards, we enjoyed it. I don't know if the people did or not, but you could feel comfortable yeah. outside. Yeah, that's true. I just hate it when the weather's crap because then the national media goes off. It just reinforces yeah. the stereotypes well, about but our you weather. You know what, Paul? We do that to ourselves, too, because we, we put the graphic up that says this is the coldest game ever played when the Minnesota Wild played their outdoor classic. And you know, then we had that soccer game that was, <laughs> I don't know who thought that was a good idea no. in February yeah. where the other team guys wouldn't even come out after the <laughs> halftime. They wouldn't come back out to play. <laughs> that didn't help us either. They're all in therapy right now, <laughs> yeah, aren't they're they? All in therapy. Still. <laughs> You're right. Hey, what are you doing today? Are you in, at any of the fun activities? We've been talking yeah. to Susie Jones, who's at the pre-parties. I mean, it sounds like a blast. Yeah, I can't uh, because the game started at 6 o'clock, and, and 
uh, I can't uh, be live out there because uh, for TV because uh, you're not allowed to because once the games start, uh, no other television stations can be participating, oh. so to speak. And then I've got the radio show from 6.30 to 7.30 with the Timberwolves coming up. So I can't be a part of and, – and, and in fact, we can't even show highlights on TV all night tonight uh, because uh, if, it, if, the, if the game is being broadcast, if either one of the games is being broadcast uh, while you're on, you can't show highlights. We can't even show highlights of this thing. Good grief. Hey. Maxie, let me pivot. Uh, yeah. The Vikings have a new member of their O-line, huh? Chris Reed, who's kind of interesting because he's, he's a veteran. Uh, Jacksonville, he kind of cut his teeth at and then more in, uh, uh, recently Indianapolis. So he's a guy that, you know, he, he started enough that you can plug him in. But the interesting piece to it is uh, he played at Minnesota State Mankato with Adam Thielen. And so I've got to believe this is hmm. the first time two guys from Minnesota State Mankato have both been on an NFL roster, the same NFL roster at the same time. So Very kind of an interesting, interesting fun fact. Hmm. Yeah. For Friday, you know. Yeah. They're full of them. Yeah. All right. What, anything else you're working on tonight, Inside uh, Scoop? Uh, I'm, I'm doing a piece on, on, on a lady by the name of Stacy Janicki. Her name was Stacy Fields hmm. when I first met her 30 years ago, and she was a great player at Moundsview High School. And and then she went to Notre Dame and played uh, college basketball, and, and she's now a managing partner at Carmichael Lynch. And so we're doing some of these, you know, the, some of the women that, that, that blazed the trail early on. Uh, this is the third piece that I've done kind of a series on it this week. And, and now she's got a son who's a standout player at White Bear Lake who will be Division One basketball player as well with, with mom kind of coaching him from the stands. So it's, it's kind of a fun uh, piece, but, she, but this, is what she, this is how much Title IX means to her. She put it as a tattoo on her ankle. How's that? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, Jordan. Don't you have right. a you have a tattoo? Don't you? Is Couple, it on your right? ankle? Where is it? It says WCCO yes. forever, <laughs> forever. Oh boy! Yeah, okay. It's where the sun doesn't shine. Oh, Jor. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I just because I can't show it to you, I can't okay. post it because okay. it's so personal to wow. me. And okay, <laughs> you had to put it on your butt, really? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maxie, you're the best. You guys are joining us. We're speechless. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Twins yeah. won today, eight to seven. Yeah. Byron Buxton, two home phrase. runs. Carlos Correa, home run. Chris Archer, not so good nice. in his first pitching performance. We'll be listening and watching. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maxie. <laughs> and the Wolves, of course, play the Nuggets tonight at eight p.m. You can hear that here, w- yeah. right on uh, WCCO Radio. So, um, just a fun sports-filled weekend. And boy, don't we need this! You know, just all the support of the the, the links and, and women in sports, we need this as a good distraction from life because there's a lot of crappy news out there, and this is really fun to talk about. Yeah, there's something life-affirming about sports and champions, and uh, going to be four amazing uh, teams taking the court this mm-hmm. evening in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. We're excited about that. We'll get the very, very latest from Susie Jones who's at Target Field, she'll have an update next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.